0: We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the country throughout Australia from which we conduct our podcast. We would like to pay our respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. Hey guys, welcome back to Bees and Tears. Today we are joined with Timothy Um, Wolfe. so how did you begin playing music? When did you kind of start taking it seriously and writing and all that jazz?
1: Um, hey, guys. Um, yeah, music. Um, yeah, I've kind of grown up in a musical family, done it. Uh, yeah, I guess inherited it. Um, I don't know whether that's a word to use, but I probably didn't start taking it seriously um, until just... Uh, after high school I always grew up on drums but my mum got me a guitar for my 19th birthday and uh, me and my best buddy we started writing songs together and then that kind of um, manifested if you will into a little bromance uh, band called <laughs> Wolf and Willow. That was a heap of fun. We, we did that for um, a few years and then um, as the As life comes along, you know, you need to be able to to do career and thinking of things like that. And I guess that's kind of uh, naturally naturally transitioned into this new project, Timothy Wolf.
0: Right. Cool. So is Wolf and Willow still a thing or have we progressed, moved on from that?
1: We've I'd I'd say that do the two have to be mutually exclusive, like (laughs) as in we've progressed to Timothy Wolf for now, but like Wolf and Willow is still just a beautiful bromance that's always going to exist, and uh, it may change what that looks like across the years, but um, James and I were talking like, you know, we can't wait to to one day have some little kids and just be like, all right, kiddos, we're going to go on a little trip away or something, and we're going to have a songwriting trip, we're going to record an album, and then uh, we're going to put it out as Wolf and Willow or something because, I don't know, it just sounds like a really fun idea.
0: Yeah, that sounds cool. Sick. Um. So you. So you wrote both your first two songs with wolf, under wolf and willow, sort of thing. And then, yeah. Um, yeah. Know. Yeah.
1: Something like that. It was um. Speaking completely truthfully, there were two songs that we just kind of had hanging around, and we we're just like, "It's the <laughs> pandemic. Like, there's not much going on. Let's uh put some music out, and then." you know, Wolf and Willow struck uh, a little bit of gold in the uh, Spotify algorithm gods. Um, so I was like, oh, I can try and approach some of that, those yeah. algorithms uh, for the new project. <laughs> that would be great. And um,
0: <laughs>
1: James is all for it. He's like, yeah, man, that's a great idea. <laughs> Do it. Uh, so we had a crack at doing that. Um, I'm steadily learning that I don't think it works like that, but that's mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> um,
0: You'd you love. Um, you
1: yeah, that's it. Oh, well, some people do. I just live. But you know,
0: <laughs> um, you released your but, new song in your arms again. Now, did you write that yourself?
1: Yeah, I think that one. That one was mostly written uh by myself. I think I had like the song, like the chords laid out, I had some ideas for some secondary parts. And I guess it's, it's fairly true to the way that, we have an album um, recorded and just about ready. Um, and it's pretty true to how that whole album was kind of written, I guess. I'd have, have you know, ideas for parts in my head, a chord structure um, of how I imagined things would go. And then I would give it to the guys and then they would say, Tim, some of these ideas are garbage. <laughs> Let me do my own thing with it. And I'd be like, yeah, absolutely. Um, but no, it's, um, it's, a, it's a way that I think we've found to write that's you know uh, time efficient, but I also love being able to give the guys in our band autonomy to do, to do what they do on their instruments. Um, and it creates for such a good vibe of people feeling, yeah, just comfortable to do what they want to do. Um, and I love being able to celebrate them in that, that capacity.
0: I think it's really good giving everyone that creative freedom as well, because it means that they can play to their strengths and that sort of thing and play, play how they enjoy to play, you know? And I think that makes the music come out a lot better.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely, man. I couldn't agree more.
0: So do you want to give us a rundown on what the song was about and like where your inspirations for the song came from and all of that hoo-ha?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I feel like with most struggling musicians trying to, trying to break into the, the next kind of realm, um, we play lots of like uh, pub gigs and a big thing of what I do is um, playing, working at weddings. Um, and I think I wrote this song at a wedding, um, or at least the idea for it kind of came about. Um, I'd been jamming over the chords for a while um, you know, wanting to write something in that kind of you know whether it be soul bluesy motown, because I play that kind of stuff all the time, like other people 's songs, and I was like, oh, I would love to i'd love to write music like this um, and then, yeah, I guess just this idea of in your arms again, the idea of um, choosing to 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 love your companion um, and doing that even when times aren 't easy kind of came about and when, when you start thinking of things like that, you can't help but draw from your own experiences. And, um, yeah, I guess that comes from both of my grandparents have, you know, 50 plus year marriages and I can't help but draw from that. Um, then also me and my own partner, um, you know, it's, it's funny You've got these two, you know, 50 years plus, and then like, you know, us, we're just kind of starting out on that journey, what that looks like. Um, and yeah, I guess that's the the essence of essence of the song with some fun, tasty minor two chords and whatever else thrown into there. Um, yeah,
0: love that. And the did you come up with the cover art? Because that's kind of like a bit different to your other song cover. Art. This one's really cute as well.
1: It's wholesome as I just wanted it to be a big slice of wholesome pie. Yeah. yeah make you feel all yeah, nice cool. and shit inside you know <laughs> <laughs> a warm and gooey in that. <laughs> oh that's exactly right I've actually I've got a um another couple of albums like half written and one of them's like I would never say it's morbid but it's um a lot more introspective if you will and um I'm so glad that in like the landscape that we're in that I'm i'm releasing music that's a bit more like kumbaya around the campfire yeah. wholesome pie because i just think that's what the world needs right now yeah. like i got so sick of being sad last year i was just like ah oh, need these positive message flowing
0: yeah. um
1: so it's been great to to do that and yeah the the pitch literally to some of the artwork guys i was working with is like wholesome pie we've kind of got <laughs> like a a bit of a a grand scheme of artworks. I think there's going to be six all together and they're all going to tie in together as like a little bit of a narrative. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm really excited. Uh, such such beautiful people we're working with. Art's such a a fun thing to work with people. I don't know, it's one of my favourite parts about um, doing music and releasing music is, yeah, the artwork and thinking of these creative ideas. Bring the visuals to some like the maybe really niche references in your songs mm. um, providing that as like a visual representation for people.
0: Yeah, for sure. I love when, yeah, when songs or something comes with a visual cause like some people are just visual, visual people and that's just mm. how they process things as well. Oh. So it's always nice to just have that kind of connection with the two. Mm. Um, <coughs> did you, find it diff like any different releasing songs in 2020 compared to when you've released this song in twenty one twenty twenty one. 2021 did you find the process any different or like just being in COVID then and not now and all that
1: yeah um I feel yeah it's it's a great question I um also feel like I can't maybe answer it as as best as I would like to, because the releasing experiences were a little bit different. Um, you know, this song, we've been trying to get ready to push um, this song for a while. Like, I think it's got accessibility um, for people. I think, you know, uh, when I wrote, it, I was like, oh, yeah, people might like this. And maybe it has a kind of scope for a lot of people to like it. Where the other songs, you know, the Please Don't Go song that we wrote, it's a bit of like a gothic, bandy singer-songwriter ballad that, you know, maybe was more of a song for, for myself and James. And um, Baby, I Love You is a, a song born from COVID released because we wanted to release it for us. Um, I guess if that makes sense. So maybe like a little bit of two different things, but um, both are really, really special. Those two songs... Um, released last year are two of our favorites and maybe that's because we got to release them for us Mm. um in your arms again where it's like it's one of the songs where i'm like oh this songwriting is like i think just about up there with like maybe one of the favorite songs i've written but um it's also been written for for other people in a ways if that makes Mm. sense yeah um and with all the pr stuff that uh that kind of goes on um it's already kind of getting to that point. where It's like, oh yeah, I've heard this a lot now,
0: <laughs> yeah. which
1: is, which is great. But yeah, just two two different um, two different animals, I guess, to answer your question.
0: Yeah, for sure. Interesting. Um, so you wrote or released with Wolf and Willow. Um, do you have, or have you ever had a thought of collaborating with another artist that you would like to in the future?
1: yeah absolutely um yeah i do a bit of uh songwriting with some with some good friends i feel like i'm too scared uh and maybe insecure to write with heaps of different people but some oh, no. some no. friends that i have some really good relationships with um we catch up and do some songwriting and that's always a lot of fun um i was just catching up with riley catherill um i don't know whether you guys know him is it a brilliant Melbourne um, yeah. singer-songwriter in, like, the folk country scene. Um, and, yeah, we had a great session the other day. Um,
0: but yeah,
1: um, sing with female artists as well. At our show we did at the Night Cat, it was great to collaborate with Seb Sabo and um, Sydney Rose. Um, whilst it wasn't writing together, we put together a pretty banging cover of Harry Styles' Adore You. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was a lot of fun. We kind of like threw a little, um, I don't know what you call it, like horn section build for the end and some three-part harmonies. It was a lot of fun.
0: Nice. I love harmonies. They're my favourite thing mm. in the whole world. They just sound so good when they're doing yeah. well. Oh, they're just so good. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Something just- about like
1: different people's voices blending together is, um, mm. yeah, such a great time.
0: For sure. Um, Speaking of PR and all that jazz, you got the write-up in Rolling Stone and have had some spins on Triple J. How did that feel? How was that?
1: Yeah, it's crazy. It's still a bit of a trip. But, um, no, it's great. Um, I feel like I was talking to someone about it the other day and um, it's like I feel like the process of music is really, really slow. Maybe you have these goals in the back of your mind um you know for for a long time um but then when they start to happen they they happen with day's notice i think i found out about the rolling stone thing and then in two days like it happened triple j play i think i found out the morning of or the night before it's like again i've been hoping for these things for a while but then when you (laughs) find out they're happening it's like oh this is happening now
0: (laughs) Don't have time to I process it or
1: anything? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but no, it's, um, it's amazing to be able to, um, you know, have those people obviously enjoy, enjoy the songs and um, put them back out onto their own platforms. So a big thanks to Keshi and the guys at, uh, yeah, Rolling Stone for, for vibing the track.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, and now I want to talk about your live shows because you sold out the night cat last month, but you also have is it a nine piece band. That what yeah. Starts? Do you want to tell us a bit about that?
1: I think it might be like a, a compensation thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, it's, it's so much fun. Honestly, the, I think it genuinely stems from half of the members of the group are family, Mm -hmm. um, which is great. And there are just always so many song ideas that we have. That's just like, oh, you know what? This needs a horn section. It's like, oh, my brother plays trumpet. My housemate plays saxophone. Um, Oh, maybe he could also play synth for these songs. And then... um, yeah, it just makes sense to try and keep them up there for a whole set because, you know, we've been forced to create music and play music by ourselves for the last however long. Mm. To be able to get nine people onto a stage, <laughs> um, put together a set of, you know, hopefully tasteful music um, is a really special thing to be able to do. And um that's still definitely not, like, wearing off on me at all. That Nightcap show was... It was special. It was the first gig back after this massive, you know, span of doing nothing. Um, and yeah, we're excited for the for the Northgate Social shows coming up. where, you know, getting some different things ready. Going to show some, show some people um, some of the new stuff we've been uh, working on as well. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited. It's a it's a fun period to be, be to be doing shows because people haven't like maybe heard some of the music that we have yeah um so we can you know play around with some different ideas
0: and i think it's a period of time where everyone
1: everyone's really getting keen to go out and see these gigs and want to spend time with other people and all that so yeah i think it's really really definitely getting the time for it um, which is exciting for the whole industry right now oh yeah absolutely it um Definitely helps us with ticket sales as well, which is also a really stressful part of it all. <laughs>
0: it's a win-win, mate. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, but no, I'm I am so excited to be able to, you know, see you know full capacity shows going back and the industry kind of top to bottom, being able to get back to a place where, well, not even just get back to a place, but to grow that appreciation, you know, with um. Yeah, experiences like last year, there are hopefully always things that we can learn and some growing points. Yeah, for
0: sure. Um, So the new songs that you will be playing, will they be on an upcoming album?
1: Yeah. um, So Byron, uh, last year, it was like the one thing that breathed life into our last year as we got to escape um, in between the the two uh, two lockdowns. To yeah, Byron, and create this record, which was amazing. Um, and yeah, kind of as we go, we're trying to get you know each song ready to to release, and we'll release them um, in sections, hopefully leading up to a, a full album release at the end of the year. And um, I think that'll be a really special way of kind of cataloguing 2021. Um, yeah, with the album being about like human connection as well. Hopefully, the shows. And everything should just be a special time for people to come together and have a good time.
0: Yeah. Are they also all your songs are written, they're all, like, pretty much done, they just need to be released?
1: Something like that. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh,
0: that's, oh, and
1: that's a great position to be in because it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, cool, it's time to start thinking about the next as well.
0: Yeah. So do you have, like, multiple albums kind of running and rolling with different meanings behind them? Is that kind of how you roll with, like, dividing your music up?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I've got so many different ideas for what I want to do in the future. Um, All of them kind of sit, uh, a lot of the time, maybe, like, I've got two that kind of uh, will probably be released in a parallel kind of format because they kind of you know, work off each other. Um, and yeah, I kind of leave that, I'm leaving that about 75% written so that when it's time to do it, I can really insert my brain into that space and um, tie it together as a collective. Um, and so I'm excited for whenever that season comes, I'm setting myself no, no time or um, whatever, just whenever that comes.
0: Sick. Well, we're so keen to hear the new music, and we love the new track as well. It's really, really sick. Um, uh, and yeah. hopefully, we can get down to Northcote Social in May, isn't it? May.
1: Heck yeah. Yeah, I think May, May six is sold out, but we have some tickets left for May five. Hump Day Party.
0: All right. Hey. So we can, we'll, be we'll, be <laughs> we'll be there. We'll be there. We'll be there.
1: We'll be there. Heck yeah. And am I allowed to ask a question?
0: Yeah. <laughs> beers and tears.
1: Where's the Where's the beers? I know, such a fun <laughs> <good> idea.
0: <laughs> okay, this is the thing. It turned into so it started off beers and tears, and then a lot of our episodes happened before twelve o'clock on the <laughs> yeah. day, and everyone was like, "Dude, we're not having beers at eleven o'clock." <laughs> and so we were like, "Okay," so we changed it to like. You know, you can have a coffee or a tea if you like in the morning or a beer because some people just don't drink beer, apparently.
1: Yeah, we gotta change it. We're gonna change it to liquid
0: in tears now.
1: (laughs) Man, you know, you know, COVID must be over when people aren't waking up for a 10 a.m. (laughs) beer.
0: Yeah, honestly, I know. know. It it used to be such a thing when we first started. Um, (laughs) Whatever, fine, we'll just smash a beer at 10. Um, We're, we're, we'll start making it more prominent. And we'll have a You know what, at at Northcote Social, we'll have a beer. And that will be the beers and tears.
1: Heck, yeah. That sounds great.
0: That's so funny. Thank you so much for joining us, man. It's been a pleasure. Um, no. we, we love your stuff. And we're keen to see you play. Hmm. Yeah, you're awesome. Hey, thank you
1: so much for having me, guys. It's been so much fun
0: um we usually do a cheers it's not a beer i have a tea you have a pen or Water a bottle. headphone or we legit any remember. obscure item yeah there thank we go, go. Oh
1: <laughs> cheers. cheers
0: guys thank you so much for joining us <laughs>